Good morning to everybody out there. How's everybody doing out there in the world on today? This is Encouraging Moments with Marilyn, and I'm welcoming you on in on today. <laughs> this is a podcast that is designed to give you an encouraging, uplifting, inspirational word from the Word of God for your everyday living. And I am the host of this podcast, Marilyn. This is Jay Moss. I want to be just listening to a little bit of it. No, I don't own the rights to this music, but this is what I'm listening to right now. Woo! All of us do. Miracles! Yep! I want to be the one you use! I just had to listen to a little bit of that I Want to Be by J. Mouse, James Mouse. That's an encouraging word right there in a song. So giving God honor and glory and praise for this day. We give him honor, glory, and praise for who he is. And we want to be all God wants us to be in this day. And Lord, we ask you on today. We ask you, Lord God, to create within us a clean heart and renew within us the right spirit, O God, in this day. We want you to purify our thoughts, Lord God, that our thinking is like you want our thinking to be. That we may think on those things, Lord God, that are good for us, that are pleasant to you. And we ask, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you order our steps, Lord God, in this day. That when we speak, Lord, there will be a bridle on our tongue and we will only speak those things that are pleasing to you, that are necessary to say. When we're speaking to others, let it not come to their ears in an offensive manner. But, Lord God, let it be a soft answer that turneth away wrath. Let us love one another as you want us to love one another, Lord God. For that is a commandment that you have given unto us, that we do love one another. And that they may know that we're of you, Lord God, when they see us loving one another, they'll know by the way that we treat one another. And let us in this day, Lord God, when we go to these different services, Heavenly Father, that we treat one another well as you want us to treat one another. And we give you glory, praise, and honor on today, Lord God, and even in this uh, recording, Lord God, even in this recording, Heavenly Father, have your way. Have your way, Lord God. Speak what you want spoken in this recording through your servant, through your daughter. I give you glory, praise, and honor in this day. Amen. Amen. On today, we're talking about I want to be all God wants me to be. And at the last recording, (laughs) at the last recording, it was a recording of me saying 
that God wants us to be saved. That's what he wants you to be. That's what he wants me to be. He wants us to be saved. Because if he didn't want us to be saved, he wouldn't have sent Jesus for us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But there is a, a connection in with that scripture. And the man that's in connection with that scripture is a man called Nicodemus, who was a part of the Sanhedrin. The very ones that disliked Jesus, the very ones who wanted him crucified, the very ones who went around spying, trying to find out where was he going next, what was he doing, and, and by what spirit did he uh, heal these people, by what spirit did he deliver these people, or what he does that uh, by the spirit of, by Beelzebub. And, of course, we already know that Jesus had the Holy Spirit. He was fully God, fully man, and fully filled with the Holy Ghost, 100%. It's like he had the Holy Spirit without measure. And so, Romans 10, the 9th through the 13th verse, it reads like this. Okay, I'm going to John, but first, I want to read to you Romans the 10th chapter, the 9th through the 13th verse. And you know, I won't be before you long on today. Uh, but I just want to give you a word of encouragement for you to know that God does not look at your outer appearance. He judges what's in your heart. And he judges our salvation based upon the fact that we receive Jesus as our Savior. Not how good you look. Not what kind of car you drive. Not what kind of house you're in. Not what, how you walk. Um, but he judges it on whether or not you received his, his son. It says, Romans 10, 9 through 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. And so he said Jew and Greek. I mean some of them Roman soldiers they were saved. The very ones that whipped on them they were saved. The very ones who believed in the end. Truly he was the son of God. They believed in him. On him. And they became what? Saved. And the reason that they became saved is because they did what? They believed on him. All the signs, the miracles, and the wonders that Jesus did, the Jewish leaders, they didn't want to believe. And I'm pretty sure there's plenty of them that believe on today. Because that is what he wanted. He wanted for his people, his chosen people, to turn uh, from those other ways and become saved believing on him finally believing in jesus believing that he's the son of god believing that he died for our sins believing that god raised him from the dead believing that he's on the right hand side of the father even right now yeah he was, he's not dead he's he's alive and so in john the third chapter and read from one through 21 for you on today. And the word of God says. There was a man of the Pharisees. 
named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. What's his name? His name is Nicodemus. He's a what? A ruler of the Jews. It says the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, which is teacher, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. Now, first and foremost, what did I say he was? What's his name? Nicodemus. What did I say he was? He was a Pharisee. What came out of his mouth? The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. He acknowledged. They knew that yeah, you're a teacher. You're from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered, so they already knew he wasn't a devil. So Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You may see the God with me, but you can't see his kingdom except you be born again. And Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water, He's talking about baptism and of the Spirit, He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Say, Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where? It listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And here it is, Nicodemus. So I'm just running down the conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus. Because first and foremost, he did know that he was a teacher from God. Even though part of his crew said that he had to be doing all that stuff. By the spirit of a devil. He had to have a spirit of a devil in order to do all that stuff. It said, but Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Right then and there. Yeah, I just broke down when I saw that. It was that Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? You're supposed to be a teacher. You're supposed to be sent by God too. You're supposed to know these things. You're a master of Israel. The chosen people of God. You're a ruler over the people. And you don't know these things. Jesus, he often told them, up with the word he would take the same word and let them know you really do not know scripture you really do not know the heart of God you're really not connected to him you're really not in his will because you if you was then you would know these things so if you got a true connection with God Almighty, you're the chosen people. If you got a true connection, not picking on Israel, no, this is scripture up in here. Because you're a chosen people, you're a chosen generation. 
You got a kingly priestly anointing. And you don't know these things. You can say the same thing of Christians. The ones who have received Jesus. You still don't know these things. Have you truly received him? Is he truly in your heart? Have you truly learned his word? Do you truly have the heart of God? I want to be all God wants me to be. No, I don't know it all. But being a willing vessel to learn what he has to teach us. Being a willing vessel and saying, I receive Jesus as my Savior. Being saved. Being set aside. It said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know and testify that we have seen. For they overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. And ye receive not our witness? It said, We speak that we do know. And testify that we have seen. And ye receive not our witness. We're testifying of the true power of God. We're, as, a, as a matter of fact. He said we acted in the true power of God. And you still didn't receive our witness. He said if I have told you earthly things. And ye believe not. How shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things. And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world. See, I told you we was going to get to 3.16, John 3.16. That memorable scripture that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. See, something leading up to that scripture. See, he was talking to Nicodemus. He was a what? He was a man of the Pharisees. He was up in there with the ones who hated Jesus the most because they didn't want to give up their power. They didn't want him to come and rule and reign where in their hearts. Because they have to give that power up. And see, you have to get outside of yourself and your own power when you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You, you have to get outside of you, you see, and, and let him take control. I want to be all God wants me to be and if you want to be all God wants you to be you have to receive his son and when you receive his son it'll be God controlling the situation because it's no longer flesh in operation it's spirit his spirit in operation it said, and as Moses lifted, the 14 verses, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. See, God loves us all. He wants all of us to be saved. He said the world. We're in the world. We're not of the world. Because he sent Jesus to save the world. He said, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Who said the world through him might be saved. So you mean all these folks that did some bad stuff in their life that don't look like you think that they should look, don't do the thing you think they should do? You mean to tell me all these sinful nature people, he wanted all of them and us, because all have sinned, to be saved? And not condemn, condemn to what? Condemn to hell, condemn to the lake of fire. It said, "He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he have not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God." Confess that name. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. It said, and this is the condemnation that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. But everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light lest his deeds should be what reproved. When something is reproved, it's, it's corrected. You know, you're being told how to live. But you know when you was a child and your mama say, you know you're doing wrong. And when you was a child, they tell you, no, don't touch the stove. Don't do this. Don't do that. They give you a list of things that they say you shouldn't do and a list of things that you should do. And when you come into believing in Christ, yep, you, you got some things that you should do and some things that you uh, shouldn't do. Say so they didn't want their ways reproved. It said, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. So your deeds are made known. Your deeds are made known. It said, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. If you want to be changed, if you want to be saved, that means that when you come to Jesus just as you are, you giving him everything that you ever did. Like the woman at the well come see a man who has told me all about myself. He reproved her. He exposed everything that she had ever done. So when you come to the altar, you're laying everything down at the feet of Jesus. You lay everything down at the altar. You're being reproved. You're, bring, you're being pruned. When you want to be saved. And say I want to be all God wants me to be. When you want to be all God wants you to be. And I said that he wants you to be saved. That means you come up out of all the old stuff. You come up out of everything that you was. And you become 
everything he wants you to be, which is saved. Like the old saints say, I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, by your baptized. That's what he wants you to be. I want to be all you want me to be. I'll do it. I'll do it. Just send me Lord, I'll go. I want to be. Yes, I want to be. So, um, we know we have to be saved. It says, after these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea. And there he tarried with them and did what? Baptized. They say you got to be born of water and born of spirit. So, after all of what he had told Nicodemus, he did what? He baptized people in the joy. So, to God be the glory on today. Now you know. The first thing that God wants you to be, if you want to be all He wants you to be, He wants you to be saved. I pray that something that was said on today encourages you to come into your salvation, come into Jesus, come to Jesus just now. Come to Him just now. I know some people say it a different way. Well, I'm saying it this way. Come to Jesus just now. Okay? Receive him as your savior. By his spirit. By the spirit of, of the living God. He will change you. Into who. You need to be. Into who he wants you to be. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be made whole. He doesn't want you in bondage. He don't want you out there doing any and everything. He wants you to be loved. Know that you are beautiful. Knowing that. That you are somebody special. That you are worth saving. Knowing that you are worth saving. Just someone special. To God. Because he wouldn't have sent his son. He said for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. I know that is the go to scripture. But it's so true. When you come into contact with the love of God. When you come into being who he wants you to be. Really be. You know I know some people are going to look at you. And say oh my goodness. I never thought that that individual could change. I never thought when you come into contact with, with Jesus, when you have your Jesus experience and you become saved, when you receive him as your Savior, and you pray and say, Lord, create within me a clean heart, renew within me, right spirit, O oh God. When God does that, it's going to be some people that's going to look at you. Some people are going to believe. Some people are going to believe because they see a change in you. They're going to believe because they know yeah, that was a rough rascal right there. But now he's saved. So, that's the number one thing that God wants you to be. And if you want to be what God wants you to be, then the first thing you be is saved. But seek ye first. I think it's Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and, all, and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. All the other stuff will be added. Seek the kingdom first. Through Jesus Christ. This has been Marilyn with Encouraging Moments with 
Maryland. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. Praise God. I want to be the one you choose. I want to be the one you do. I want to be the one you do. I want to be personal. I want to be acceptable. I want to be yours. You want me to be. I'll take it to the judge. Just send the Lord. I'll go. I want to be yours. You want me to be. I'll tell it, I'll tell it, just send me, Lord, I'll go. Let me out, yeah, yeah. I want to be yours, you want me to be. I will do your mighty work. 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 Yeah. 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 I will do your mighty work. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.